0: You're fine. Hey. All right. But, no, I don't know what you want to talk about today, buddy.
1: You know, I'm excited to talk about whatever. I really like the idea, you know? Yeah. I I like talking about the UFO stuff and the the giants and things like that. That's Partly because it makes Jamie uncomfortable, but.
0: Well, that's what I want to get Jamie over here. Yeah. And I think, even Jim, like we could, we've (laughs) talked about it, and I've got the capability for it. Because that could be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, just have everybody here, just sit down, some drinks. Maybe Jim takes some, well, eat some mushrooms. Well, something before I maybe I'll take that out, you know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, because cause apparently Jim doesn't drink much. But it could be a good time. And, I mean, I guess you, you're the probably the furthest drive because, well, you live out west somewhere?
1: Yep. Okay. It only took me about 15 minutes. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, 235. The highway.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, Jamie lives on the other side of town, and Jim just lives over in Derby, so... It could be fun. Giants, aliens. We'll just make our own podcast, and we'll call it Giants and Aliens. Or Giant, <laughs> alien. giant <laughs> Aliens. Giant Aliens. <laughs> Jamie throw a fit. He's so dumb when it comes to... It. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that stuff.
1: Just what? little smirks he makes, you know? When you yeah. start talking about it, he's just... Uh, it is what it is. Jamie,
0: this episode's dedicated to you, buddy. Yeah. Just yeah. you. Your yeah.
1: your failure to be like the rest of us open your mind up
0: yeah well that's it
1: let all the things in
0: you know there's actually a thing that goes with nothing towards jamie i get some people don't want to talk about the shit but i was talking to somebody last night yesterday i don't remember where it was but they're talking about politics i'm like i'd just rather stay out of it and i just don't like to get involved in it you know he's talking but it's just politics in general like, you know, I just, it, it doesn't affect me, so I don't really care about it. And that's a bad problem with just, in my opinion, in in people like in general across the board. Because so many people, they, it doesn't affect them immediately. You know, it's this thing that happens at a bigger level, higher level, and it's like, that's ah, not really my problem, it doesn't, affect, it doesn't affect me. Or even happens in another state, and they're like, it doesn't really affect me. But then, as things trickle down, or government overreach, or whatever you want to call it, things happen it eventually comes down and affects you. By that, by the time, I guess that it affects you, it's probably too late. that's a big problem I have with, you know, I guess anything like that is people, like people don't want to get involved in anything. Like even like the alien thing. Like, you know, it's like, not everybody's jam, but I mean, at the same time, that David Grush, I guess his name, that whistleblower, Mm -hmm. you know, came out and said, hey, we have, you know, bodies and we have UFOs and, you know, da 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 whatnot and it's like people are like eh, whatever and it's like maybe you should and, and i get there's a lot of distrust for the federal government at a large scale right now but i think people should be more apt to i don't know i like get get involved in it more i guess than just just being like ah, eh, whatever did it, it affect me because to me because i don't trust the federal government there's there's a reason why they put that out i don't think that was just a whistleblower just like hey i'm gonna let you guys know now do you know what Project Bluebeam is? I
1: I want to say that I know that I've heard it because there's been a lot of different projects. There, you know, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. fucking talk so, about all these yeah. projects. So, I just... Uh, well, one of the things is, uh, real quick, I want to get somebody who wants to blow... Like, come out and blow the fucking whistle. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm, you always hear about, like, these guys are like, a, oh, well, I heard from a guy who's got some really mind-blowing stuff. And you're like, well, what give us a hint about it. Well, he's seen the thing and it blew his mind, you know? Right. <laughs> right, like, right. I mean, if you, you're already in trouble, you might as well, like you've got a spotlight on, you now.
0: Yeah. Just let it out. And and part of that, um, when he was doing that testimony, whatever you want to call it, well, there's some things we'll, we'll talk about it offline basically. And it's like, yeah, no, I mean, you've already, you already said, let's talk about it. What is it? You know? Yeah. You've
1: probably already lost your job or you're in trouble or whatever, you know? I mean, like, It's like, you might as well just fucking keep, you know, say it. Say it out loud. You know, you've got an audience now. You're sitting and, I mean, if you come up dead, then that's just going to prove, you know, prove you even more right. Well, yeah, exactly. I I mean, I guess, you know, people don't want to die or you don't want to, you know, lose your life over it. But
0: Right. They did try canceling him. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, They, um, oh, I don't forget what, you know, media corporation it was. Well, he had PTSD. So... (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny because like we sent a lot of people over to the desert excuse me and uh, we kind of fucked them up with that 20 year long war mm-hmm. a lot of people came home with PTSD that's not that big of a deal I mean yeah. no, it's not, not writing PTSD off and I'm saying that he had PTSD like well that, it's not that, a, that,
1: it's not a stigma it's not like no and yeah, it, you it, can't it doesn't, look at it as a negative
0: yeah and I don't I don't look at it as like okay I'm not going to believe what this guy says because apparently he had PTSD like hey we did that to a lot of people yeah. so that means nothing to me, but it's weird because still some people out there are like, ah, oh, just, whatever, he's nothing. He had PTSD. He just made it all up. I mean, you can, like, get that from, you can get that from a fucking car accident. You can get it from anything. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you like, know I mean, Like, yeah, yeah, this guy was in a car wreck 13 years ago. I don't believe a fucking yeah, word Yeah, don't, no, don't believe anything he says yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, wait a minute.
1: I know what i know what I seen. I don't, you know, the car wreck doesn't have any bearing on it.
0: Yeah, so. it's, it, I don't know. But I, I guess my whole point was I think people still need to. Don't write that off completely. And I know, like I said, we, we have a huge distrust for the federal government. It's, it's out there, especially with the political climate we're in in today's time. But I think, like, even if there's not aliens, like, you should still sit there and say, something's off, right? So I ask you if you know what Project Bluebeam was. And Project Bluebeam is, like, to just kind of condense it down. It's basically, and it's it's been around since, oh, I think probably the 40s or 50s, if I remember right, and basically, the NASA is going to come out and be like, "Hey, aliens are real," and you know they're going to see these projections in the sky of these aliens or you know spaceships or whatever, and and it, it's all to usher in the new world order slash you know one world government slash you know globalism and, and da 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 da, and it it almost looks like that's the direction we're actually going. And most people like, oh, it's another conspiracy theory, and it's, it's just that's all fake. But like, there's been a lot of conspiracy theories through the, I don't know, past whatever, seventy five years, but all proven to be true. I mean, right now we're finding more and more, you know, the Russia collusion thing with Trump and whatnot, like that, that was never, never happened. Like people conspired against Trump and said this was, you know, a thing that happened, and there was fifty congressmen that signed off on it, all knowing it was all fake, but people still conspired and it comes about, you know, okay, that's true. A project, uh, uh, not project, uh, the Gulf of Tonkin, you know, to get us into the Vietnam war
1: mm-hmm. was
0: very fake and it was to get us into war. I mean, now a lot of signs point towards nine 11 I don't know how you stand on that, but it's like, man, the more and more stuff comes out and then there was never a plan at the Pentagon. And then there's, there's videos of the surface recently about these firemen talking about explosions and
1: yeah, like that, the, the vertical beams on the, the towers that were cut in that yeah. shape yeah it's i mean like, that's
0: uh, and i mean he, yeah
1: there's just a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense or you know it's right. like if you really dig into the details you're like wait a minute
0: right and and if you you know like i go back to the uh, project blue beam and okay so all those have been proven to be true but then now there's more stuff kind of coming out about ufos and it's like if project Bluebeam is real you know the it tries to you know a big invasion of UFOs. And it's all fake, but there's a big invasion of UFOs and we have to come together as, you know, all the all the, all the the countries in the world come together and you usher in this one one world government. And there's a big push towards that. We, we've seen it. We've seen it during the COVID thing. I mean, so, I don't know. Like, that's what I think when I saw the David Grush thing was that was the first thing that came to my mind was Project Bluebeam. I mean, is it real? I don't know. It kind of feels like it is now. Before, you know, before it's just one of them things, but... And Project Bluebeam is a a very real thing as far as like it was, uh, like there was you know papers drafted up by you know this intelligence agency and this intelligence agency like it's it's a very real thing as far as that. Um, whether they act upon it is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. Now, part of me really wants aliens to be real too. Just you know, to be like, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah Whoa, I mean, cool, man. You know, <laughs>
1: it would explain a lot of different things. You yeah. know. you just I don't know. Like I mean. I don't know how it would change my life. I'm sure it would change it in a lot of different ways. It would change everybody's life if you found out. But if they were like, all right, we're here, but we're just going to go on about our business. You guys keep going on with your day-to-day. You know, it's kind of like, well, that was kind of a letdown. (laughs) What was that?
0: It it reminds me of that movie. I can't remember the name of it. It was, uh, there was aliens and they, there was like, everything was like a big giant ghetto. And these aliens were just kind of like, there weren't like, Damn it, what movie is that? It came out in probably the 2010s. Uh it's gonna draw. Now it's gonna bug me.
1: Where the aliens were in a ghetto?
0: No, everything was like a ghetto at that point. Like, I remember the aliens like lived in this encampment type thing. Like, basically what San Francisco looks like right now mm-hmm. is kind of what they so I didn't see even a ghetto, like even worse than a ghetto. Hold on. I uh Man, I'm, I'm just probably not going to be able to find it. Alien movie. Alien, there's, there's a movie called Alien, so it's going to be very hard to find, the Alien movie.
1: The Aliens? Oh, wait, okay, so are you not talking about like District 9? District
0: anything? 9, that's what I'm freaking okay. talking about. Yeah. You remember know i talking? Yeah, sorry. I was, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so I was, it was like, okay, yeah,
1: they lived in some fucked up You know, it, up was, it looked like San Francisco, right? I mean, yeah. there was just
0: like tents and like, you know, little cottages and like cottages, <laughs> like little shacks built up and shanties and... I don't even know what we we're talking about now because I got so tied up on that, but.
1: Well, you were Project Blue Beam. Yeah, I,
0: I do do this, like, kind of just. No, <laughs> Where the conversation fine. goes. That's fine. Um, I guess it, oh, I was talking about, like, it'd be really kind of a letdown if aliens are like that. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, yeah. District 9, like, the aliens are kind of like a. They just came here to come here, and then,
1: well, they were like refugees or whatever, right? In the movie, the that's shit. what they were, yeah. 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 And then yeah, basically the shit broke down or whatever the fuck happened to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of a letdown. Like, have you heard? So, I don't know how religious you are. I'm, I'm not super religious, but I do know a little bit about the, um, like Planet Nibiru and the Anunnaki and the fallen angels. Yep. Have you heard about that? It's like, oh yeah, and there's there's actually a lot of. Actually, it's not even new. It's within the last few years. But, you know, there's signs that point that there is a planet out there. And it, it does, you know, orbit the sun every, like, 3,000 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if you follow that, and that's kind of that Zachariah stitching type, you know, weird, yeah. Yeah, kind of kooky stuff. But it's weird that there is actually a planet out there. And it does orbit the sun every, like, 3,000 years. And according to that, you know, the Anunnaki, they are the ones who engineered humans. You know, they basically picked you know, chimpanzees and they, in you know, DNA spliced their DNA with this. And then you come up with humans and we were put here to basically be their slaves to, you know, mine gold for them. It's kind of strange. And there's a planet out there and it's like, I mean, obviously that would kind of do a some major damage to the religion. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, if, if that was true. Yeah. Um, I mean, like,
1: I don't, I don't know. It, it's, Again, because you've got all of the different religions all over the world, they all basically essentially follow kind of the same narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, they all have yeah. the same stories, yeah. you know, all the same thing, and they all have this flood rev- re- revolving around it. And and I think I said, I think I seen somewhere where it was like uh, around every 3,000 years, that's whenever the poles shift or whatever. They, right. They yes. have the floods yes. and everything. And it's the planet, it's that, that planet coming around that you know kind of throws the balance of everything off and it reshifts the the poles and different parts freeze and you know because we don't know what's in antarctica no
0: no idea so yeah i mean that's alien spaceships obviously are not (laughs) in our (laughs) antarctica but
1: i mean and it it, you know for i mean yeah i could see definitely you want a species that's going to to do what you want, but you look at people too. I mean, we have a lot of animal instincts, you know, like,
0: Oh, very much so.
1: You know, you mm-hmm. have these, these urges to do the same things that animals do, you know, and, and we're starting to evolve, but you know, I mean, like what was it that separated us from, from other animals and our thumbs? Yeah. No, I mean, no, no, that's, <laughs> you know, uh,
0: but yeah. And then you go back to the even like, modern religions go back to the like you know ancient ancient egyptians and the mayans and the incas and you know way before then they all have depictions on you know little hieroglyphics or whatever cave drawings and it's always the same thing we've all seen ancient aliens and it's always it's like something comes from the sky and there's a lot of flying saucers and stuff they've drawn you know on whatever walls and caves and whatnot it's it's like well maybe i don't know like that kind of thing is true what if there was something that came and engineered us to and then what if we're just a big experiment and like site an ant farm yeah you know like and people are like oh well how come they never come down and mess with the you know mess with us well if you have an ant farm do you really mess with the ants you just watch yeah, them do just their let thing. them do their thing yes yeah. yeah they're just i know. mean
1: we still we watch animals on our planet all the time
0: and we don't go and get involved we just kind of watch them stand back and watch and just see what they do
1: yeah, we've plucked them out and ran experiments on them and fucking done mm-hmm. everything, you know? I mean, so it would make sense. Like, it's, it's, it's happening. If, it hap- if, it's, if that is what it is and it's happening to us, like...
0: Right. Then who says that? Yeah. Then I think about religion and stuff, too. And, I mean, let's say it all is real. What is God? What is, you know, is God the universe? Is God the creator of everything? Is, is all that actually true? I don't know. Good and evil. Like obviously there is good and evil and it's a big part of religion. I don't know. It's it, that stuff makes me think a lot. What what was
1: it that um like the the fallen angels who they basically had sex with 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 uh oh yeah the women, women. women. But, yes yeah you know, some several of them showed them how to make things, how to make weapons and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it, it's like they opened doors like certain of them wanted them to be pure and not show them how to do these things. Another group was like, you know,
0: mm-hmm. we'll show you. Yeah. Well, then giants.
1: Yep. The Nephilim. I mean, man, the Nephilim.
0: And for people that don't believe, like, don't believe in giants, I don't know how. One, those, the Bible does talk about it. and And listen, I'm not... Like, I don't write the Bible off. I'm not, like, anti-religious. I would probably think I'm more agnostic than anything. Because I do believe in some sort of higher power, and we can get involved in that later. But the Bible talks about giants. You yep. know, the story of David and Goliath. You know, yeah. the Nephilim. Mean, and and then they find... And there's been a lot of hoaxes out there. Get it. Preach. But there's also been real stuff. Yeah. it has been found. And these people are seven, eight foot tall. And, and people... Seven foot tall people are like, oh, that's not that tall. There's people right now that are seven foot tall. Yes, but back then, people weren't. People are taller now than, now than they were a hundred years ago, than they were two hundred years ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm five five. I would have been average height, you know, a thousand years ago. So for somebody who's eight foot tall, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean
1: if you <laughs> see a a person who is seven foot tall. Or like six ten. Yeah, I mean, I worked with a guy who was uh, what six seven? He was six foot seven. Like I'm six foot three, and I swear to God, he f- felt like he was like a foot taller than me. God, I feel like,
0: please don't hurt me, sir. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, God damn, you're fucking tall, <laughs> yeah. man. You're only like
1: four inches taller than me. Yeah, like, that's crazy. So, so yeah, it makes a huge difference. Like people standing next to Shaquille, and you've seen pictures of Shaq standing next to Yao Ming. Yeah. I mean, Yao Ming is, what, 7'7"? Seven, seven? Yeah, he's tall Shaq was 7'1"? I mean, that's a six-inch difference, but yeah.
0: it, he looks like a small person. Have you ever seen pictures of Shaq's girlfriend standing next to him? And then they like, <laughs> yeah. you draw it like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, your that, mind can't help but immediately that, go that, there. Yeah. like that's a that, that <laughs> she's a, She's a real trooper. Yeah, she is. Because <laughs> I don't know how that works out. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah the, that and that points back towards, like, the, the alien thing. I mean, giants are, are are the fallen angels just aliens? And you know, back to the Bible, they they took out how many books in the Bible? I mean, the Book of Enoch is one for sure. There's what well, they found the Dead Sea Scrolls and they found other yeah. books and and and
1: it's been heavily edited,
0: heavily edited, and people are like, well, why would they do that? Well, control, yeah. I mean, the Catholic Church way back, you know, in the what 1500s or whatever, they're you know, well, it's easier to manipulate a. A society or a population and steer them in the direction you want them to go in. You know, I don't want to put that in there let's take that out. Let's take that out here. here oh, yeah. Here's the official document, you know? So then we could talk about the people in the Bible. Were they, you know, were they talking to aliens? Were they talking to God? Were they just eating mushrooms and getting super high? I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've always, and, and, and I'm not super religious, but you know, I used to, I used to kind of get into it and and read it and try to understand it and I it's always come off to me as like a form of control.
0: Well, 100%. So I have a I have an odd take on Christianity. So and I I went to church growing up and I there's a lot of bad churches out there, mega churches. I went to one, a local mega church, and it's like you guys are doing this for the wrong reasons. But anyways, um my my form, thought on Christianity. So Roman Empire children right Orphanages mm-hmm. come from christianity so just back then children weren't weren't looked at as children they were just kind of ah, they're just whatever you know they're an orphan they would just kick them out outside the, the walls yep. you know the any sort of child that has some sort of disfigurement or disability or whatever they just throw them away basically just toss them to the to the wolves and they, they were nothing they were literally nothing so christianity came along and there you know it while the roman empire was huge and it was i mean i guess from all things you know they we learned a lot from it but they're still they still had uh, uh work to improve on and so just from something as simple as like the children and stuff like that so christianity comes along and it's a better form of government because we can all we can all admit like the morality you know yeah good versus evil so you know, what are morals? Like, you know, is it the right thing, right? I mean, you know, what is the right thing? Well, I mean, don't hurt somebody, right? You know, because you can get in the argument, just, you know, a lot of psychology professors, like morals and ethics are quite different. And, you know, just because this, you know, this, this person right here, I think it's morally okay to kill somebody, but is it, is it okay to kill somebody? No, no, it's not. There's, there's a standard set of morals, the golden rule. Yep. Don't do unto others. You wouldn't do unto yourself. Basically don't hurt somebody. You know, that kind of stuff. So my take on Christianity is it's a very good form of government. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, you're a white, you know, nationalist and blah, 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 whatever. Like, all things, like, our nation was founded on those principles. Yeah. Right? And and, and it comes down to, basically, don't treat someone bad. No matter what they are, what their skin color is, you know, they're a human being still. And, and, and I get slavery and all that shit. That's for another discussion another day. But... In the end it's a very good form to steer a population in the right direction. But with anything, it's always going to mani- be manipulated because there's people want to be in power. Go back to the Catholic Church. They want to be in power. Go back to whatever. People want to be in power. There are, people want to be kings, people want to be queens. They want control over people. That's just how we are as human beings. That's our that's our nature. Yeah. So I believe in the very core beginning Christianity probably you know, back when the, all the books were still in the Bible, and you know, this you're talking, you know, a few thousand years ago and whatnot, and you know, it, but then again, it gets manipulated. The certain books get taken out. You know, let's let's do this, let's do this, and then for the you know forever, the Catholic Church would reign. They were the powerful ones, right? Um, that was uh, I don't know I don't know where we went off, but yeah, got, well, got I pretty mean, deep uh, on religion there, but yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: it, and still, cause, I mean, I think it 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 just all ties into like you know aliens and where we where we may have come from and you mm-hmm. know that that root of it but like I mean even with it's it's like they pick and they choose what they want because you got the Old Testament oh well we don't do eye for an eye anymore that's the New Testament yeah. you know but some of that stuff that was in the Old Testament was still valid but or still applied so maybe they just couldn't completely get rid of it like they did some of the other things that were in there you know and sure it, sure it, it's it's almost like um It's almost like parenting, you know, and and I hate to put it this way, but sometimes I know for a lot of the things that I've seen or, you know, even grew up, like, don't do this or I'll tell your dad when he gets home. Right. You know, so, and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what it was like. It was like you had laws and government who couldn't control people. Well, God says to do it. So don't.
0: Right. There's a supreme law of the land. Like you're not, if you can make a thing where, Hey, if you don't do right by this, you're going to go to a place for eternity. And burn and yeah. be tortured and it's not going to be fun, but if you do right and you treat everybody good, you're going to go to this place for eternity that's better, wherever it's peaceful. Yeah, and there's and, and there's no no fighting, no war, no animosity, no jealousy. No nothing. That sounds pretty enticing, right? I mean, everyone's just perfect. Everybody's happy for eternity. Yeah. So, and, and and actually, I've had this argument with my buddies before, and it's like that's why it's like I I think that people suck and there has to be some sort of like you said like a parent like yeah has to be some sort of rule because people are always going to do whatever is in their best self-interest and it does not matter who it hurts or what not yeah so okay.
1: yeah it, it's it's crazy i mean and and who knows like i said where and maybe maybe there wasn't you know Maybe the people from Nibiru or whatever didn't didn't uh, tell tell people to write the Bible or whatever, but people wrote the Bible anyway because you know we mm-hmm. started to learn and 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 we were spliced with you know a fucking Neanderthal man or whatever, right? And so we think on our own. But you look at dogs. Look how dogs. If you're good to a dog, they worship you. You know, you're mm-hmm. their everything. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's what we were to them. We were their dogs. Where we seen them, and they were just like you know they're coming around we love them
0: yeah they were go to us and yeah that, actually that's a wild analogy i've never heard that before that yeah. makes i like it though yeah we're, we're just, just like, dogs yeah we're, we're never who's <laughs> dogs we'll go fetch them the paper get their gold and yeah you know
1: rub our bellies every now and then but i mean it, it, it's yeah it, it's crazy to think i mean because you god even if it is every three thousand years like people don't Understand that length of time. Like, look how far we've come in a short. Look how far we've come in what sixty years.
0: Uh, Yeah, since nineteen sixty. Yeah. So that's yeah, sixty three years. Crazy. We have we now have the technology for superconductors, like that. That's nuts. I mean, now think about another sixty years.
1: Yeah.
0: You know they got the Neuralink thing, Elon Musk's uh, deal. Where basically it's going to come down to you have a little chip thing on your head and me and you are talking, but our lips ain't moving and we're just reading each other's minds. <clears throat> yeah.
1: We stop using muscles we would use every single day and what they atrophy, you know, you got big lips, you're not talking, your lips start to go <laughs> go down, you know what I mean? You're not <laughs> smelling all this, this yeah. stuff or whatever. I mean, you know, you say you, your body evolves into whatever, I mean. Like just talking to my kids, you know, my kid, my, my son made this comment the other day and uh, he was like, you know, I like to listen to like 80s music and 90s music, and he's always giving me a hard time. He's like, You guys had some cheesy ass music. And he's like, Oh, you know, just whatever he does, you know, he's.
0: Oh, but music today is <laughs> so much better. Oh, I know. That's what, and, that's what I, and that's what I'm telling him. I was like,
1: Man, we had it way better. Yeah. You know, but it, I mean, in reality, there's a balance, you know. I mean, there yeah. are things about today. It's just, it's interesting the things they take for granted. Like, but this draws back to like, if I go back to. 20, 26 years where I'm 20 years old. Yeah. You know, I didn't have information at my fingertips at the snap of a finger. Oh, it's Even nuts. faster than that now. You know what I mean? Like, remember, I don't,
0: Do you remember having to go to the library and do the, uh what's it called? Little, um when you got to look something the up. The Dewey, card catalog You have, catalog, to, go, yeah, you have
1: to go through the Dewey Decimal System. and <laughs> what a, yeah, yeah, holy shit. Like, <laughs> this book is located over here. Yeah. You fucking go through and look at the numbers
0: and... Kids yeah. nowadays literally Google. Just get on... D-d-d-d-d-d-d. I mean, and I do it too now. But... It's well, yeah,
1: f- I mean, they don't even have that stuff in libraries anymore. You couldn't do it if you <laughs> wanted right. to. It's all it's all information-based and computer-based. And, the, I mean, it, it's just crazy. And, you know, and... Yeah, like, they just... They don't realize how... And that's just 26 years or... or crazy. You know, 28 years or whatever. Yeah. Like, when I was in high school, I did write my junior research paper i used a fucking typewriter
0: what yeah <laughs> you're not that old why <laughs> they didn't have they didn't even have laptops you were like Eleven years older than me. I get laptops, but there was computers around then.
1: <laughs> I mean, a very basic computers. Hold on, very basic computer. What? Well, Nineteen ninety-five. You had very basic computers. You could print it off. You had a you dot had the,
0: matrix printer. You,
1: you'd have a fucking. You'd have the the pre the the printer paper that printed out like an oh. accordion, and you had to tear the perforated edges on it. it took fucking forever. Yeah, we had. Yeah, so we <laughs> had to type it up on a typewriter.
0: Holy shit!
1: You had. So what if happens you if you
0: fucked up? You would,
1: it. you would. It had like a yeah, you a, could like a type button over the letter, yeah, and it would kind of like uh, it would try to take the ink off, but it wouldn't do a very good job. So you no. have to use whiteout,
0: and then kind of yeah, you that's, oh, to, but at least you got whiteout back then because you know yeah. twenty years prior, liquid, whiteout wasn't even a thing. Yeah, liquid paper. Oh, that's Came hilarious. Came up with
1: liquid paper. You
0: know, I can. That blows my mind that you had to type that on a typewriter. So growing up, my stepdad was he was a big old nerd. Like always, he built his so. My stepdad, when he was in sixth grade, built his first computer. Mm-hmm. And and that was in the 60s. I think he was born like 54, if I remember right, or something. 53. Anyway, something around there. And uh, his first computer at that time was a, gi- a giant calculator, right? And anyway, he's in sixth grade, mind you. He's young. He's like, what, I don't know, 10 years old, maybe, or something like that? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I remember he told me, he still has it somewhere. And it's basically a, a rotary phone for the kids that are listening <laughs> or might be listening, a rotary phone. There used to be a time where you put, put, put your finger in a hole and, like, you know, you could go over to, like, what? It had a little stop on little it. Yeah, a stop, and then you'd let go, and it go. <clears> then <throat> you'd take the next and <clears throat> Look up rotary phone on Google, children. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's what he used to, that was the dial to for the numbers, right? And then he had, like, an LCD screen, and it was just a rudimentary calculator, you know, When it was all, all uh, like, it was all, you know, ran on tubes and stuff. Um, but yeah, basic calculator, cool addition, subtraction, and like uh, maybe multiplication and division. But at sixth sixth grade, that was obviously huge. So big nerd, always into that kind of stuff. Electronics his whole life, owned TV repair shops when he was older. And anyway, I met him, and he he built always built computers back in the like I say what '90s and late '90s, but I say mid to late '90s and early 2000s. Building computers was like the thing to do, right? Mm-hmm now that no one does it anymore because well people do gamers do but yes. it's just easier to buy a computer now and it's they're just as good but so building computers were a thing and 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 the f- computer my first computer that I ever had when we met him was a windows 3.1 computer mm-hmm. you know what? yeah with a dot matrix printer and it had ms dos so for people that don't know what that is
1: yep that was your very first operating system yeah yeah,
0: it it was the operating system and windows was basically piggybacked onto that so when you wanted to go to windows you know i guess ms-dos the easiest way to describe it would be like go to your computer and look up command prompt i mean yeah and and that's kind of what it would look like and you type in win w-i-n and hit enter and you'd open up windows and i remember we would type papers on that (laughs) stuff yeah "Yeah, man so you're over here using a typewriter. Yeah, I thought I I had it hard. I I, I was.
1: I I mean, we messed with computer before it even had Windows on it. Like my older, my uh, oldest brother, he's like 14 years older than me, Mm -hmm. and he was really into computers. You know, um, got really into it, and he used to get on like bulletin boards. It's almost like a a chat, but you would like get on your dial up internet. Oh, but it would, but it would take up your phone line. So, oh yeah, you know. And it would, like, send the message, and then you'd have to wait. And, it I mean, just, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I, I just remember, we, like, how far they've come. Like, it, it was.
0: We had, oh, God, it's like the old days. We had, so my stepdad again, he had two phone lines. <laughs> oh, yeah. One was dedicated for the Internet, and the other was obviously the phone. And I remember I used to talk to people. So this was, you would have been in college, but when I was in high school, like everybody would share their AOL instant messenger. Uh Uh-huh. Like it was before cell phones were really a thing. And you would go home after school and you would log into AIM and you would just, and and some people used like Microsoft, whatever they had theirs, but AOL was the big one. And you would just chat with all your friends that you just left school with. And that's all you do all evening and all night until it was time to go to bed. And I remember being able to call my friend. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sitting here talking on aim. We called it AIM, and he's like, "How are you doing that?" I'm like Eugene got another phone line. He's like, "What?" Oh, it was the cool. Is this was before cable internet came around? Motherfuckers, rich. He's yeah, got two I mean, phone lines. It, and it was AIM, like, AIM talking to people. I would go to school, and I thought I would, It was such a flex, you know, because I'd be like, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, I was like, yeah, my stepdad has two phone lines. We got two phone lines at our house." You're like, "What?" I'm like, yeah, we can talk on the phone and be on the internet at once. <laughs> yeah, because no one did that. I mean, rich people did it. And then soon after, cable internet came along, where people still had landlines, and cable oh, internet yeah. was a thing, or satellite internet, you know, either or. And then, eventually, cell phones came along, and, and here we are. And yeah,
1: you had two phone lines. Yeah. You guys call me bougie for night and Taco Tico, <laughs> and you had two phone lines.
0: Taco Tico's gross. It's fucking terrible. So, I know they love Taco Tico. I thought they were kidding. Like, uh, oh, it's gotta be a joke, because it's fucking dog shit. So, I worked there in high school. I was probably 16. At Kellogg and Tyler out west, I used to work at the KSC. They used to be there. Now it's a car lot. And then I worked there for like six months or so. I don't know, maybe eight, eight months or whatever. I then quit and went to the Taco Tico right next door. They used to be, They used to share the same parking lot. And that was after they put that overpass in there. So all that business got killed because people couldn't. It was, it was oh, yeah. harder to get to. So the meat comes in a bag like a um, <laughs> that's
1: not how it's supposed to come. No.
0: already cooked and ground like it's 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 like it's like someone like your, your mom made taco meat, you know, some ground beef and some McCormick seasoning and then put it in a Ziploc baggie, you know, and then you would take it cuz it was frozen and you would stick it in the little warmer pan thing, you know, like the water.
1: Yeah, hot, like a hot water bath.
0: Yeah, and then it would eventually heat it up and then you would take it out and dump it in the pan and it's so gross. The only thing I will eat at Taco Tico is the chicken quesadilla. Have mm. you ever had that? It comes on one of them, like, uh, if they still got it. I mean, I haven't there since high school because it's gross. You know those big, like, yellow jalapeno uh, tortillas? Yeah. it come, One of those. and they, There's there's real chicken. Well, it used to, used to be real chicken. Also came in a bag, but, you know. The real chicken. <laughs> yeah, the real chicken that came in a bag. And then there was some, they would mix their ranch dressing and their mild sauce. And that was the sauce for the quesadilla, which was pretty good. You know, and some cheese mm. that was the only thing that i don't know because i guess chicken in a bag seemed more appetizing than meat in a, than beef in a bag i don't well, know i bet it looked better i mean it did. at it least you better, could yeah. tell
1: the tell what the chicken was like the meat in the bag could just was like shit well that's the
0: thing is like there's so much grease in that <clears> meat it is like if you would like you would sit there because we would take it and like shove the meat to the one side of the pan and right. there would just be a pool of grease it would be sitting in you know like a um, uh, half an inch thick of just grease like, probably just cheap as like feet oh uh, would you say
1: feet? <laughs> like cow not cow cows don't have feet but you know what i mean <laughs> cow hooves
0: <laughs> so like for weird. those of you that don't know louis is a professional chef <laughs> and, and and he's a little little snooty when it comes to no, <laughs> certain not, fast food joints. <laughs> uh, yeah
1: some of them are just gross and i don't know it's like you talked yourself into believing they're good but whatever I do want to circle back to one thing that you said. Oh no, go I ahead. Yeah. I couldn't get the visual out of my head because you said that his calculator it looked. I think you were, you were basically painting the picture, and then I got this picture in my head of a rotary phone with tubes coming out of it. <laughs> so Cause it was because you said <laughs> it had. It looked like a rotary phone. It with it was powered no, by it, tubes it, okay. so i'm looking at it like <laughs> so, i don't know, i don't remember anything ever looking you know like
0: you that. know a vacuum vacuum tubes are right yes okay just well right.
1: i want to say this is it was just more than a rotary phone no, okay, fucking yeah, tubes so coming out of it That'd he just ridiculous.
0: had the, the dial from the rotary phone that was all that was it was a it i saw it once and it was every bit of probably two foot tall two foot wide like it was a big giant metal box Big metal like angle iron frame because my stepdad is a literally a jack of all trades. He can weld. He, can, he built his own house. He built show cars. He used to own a TV repair station. Like he can do just anything. So oh, he built yeah. from the ground up this in sixth grade, mind you. Really impressive, actually. And it's angle iron like you know frame right, but it's a box and then just plywood you know for the sides. Mm-hmm. And he had a big LCD, not LED, LCD. Which stands for liquid crystal display. Right, I know. That. Hey, wow, I'm very impressed. Yeah. Most people don't know that. So big LCD screen, and he just robbed the parts from you know different like things back then. And then like the instead of like a keypad for the numbers, it was like it was a rotary dial. And I don't know how mm-hmm. he did. Maybe Star was I don't know multiplication. I don't I don't know how he did the you know that because I, I just saw it, it was in, it had been like in a shed and the roof had caved in and. So, it was kind of weathered, obviously, falling apart. Right. And, and I guess in today's age, people are like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But remi- remind you, this is a 10-year-old in 1960-something. Because he, what he would do is, he told me stories and stuff. He would find old electronics, stuff, old TVs and radios and everything. And he would take every part, every transistor, every diode, every um, integrated circuit. And that was later on, when tubes went away. Um, he would take all that stuff and he would, he would unsolder it and he would keep all of it. So he would build stuff. He actually taught me um, in high school how to like... I, I know like some wiring, some electronic stuff like that. And I know what a lot of those parts are. And, um, he taught me to build things. And of course, I built a radio and I built an amplifier. And then I built tasers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, I just took it to a whole other direction. <laughs> so I was wrestling in, in high school and we would get on the bus... And I built these tasers and I would sell them. And it was basically a little box that was, I don't know, like the size of like a hot wheel, a little bit bigger. Right. And it was basically a nine volt battery in there. And I'd find an amp, an amplifier. Uh Right. Um, and hook it up and I'd have a relay and a switch and it would work to where if you, once you flip the switch, I I like to use switches that were spring loaded. So it didn't always go back to, you know, no connection. And had two like bolts coming out in the front and I'd walk up and I'd you touch somebody with it and, and zap right so depending on the amplifier if you had a nine volts and the amplifiers work you know a lot of people get confused on voltage versus amperage like in current you can get zapped by a million volts and it's going to hurt like a motherfucker mm-hmm. it's not going to kill you if if, if the, the current is very very low think about current right. how hard it pushes it through your body um so you, know, you take a i don't know an amplifier that's basically one to one thousand we'll you nine volt battery that's nine thousand volts right and it hurts, but it's just enough to basically just affect the little tiny area. But right. So I would I'd make those and, and we would take uh, amplifiers and like an, a nine volt and we'd get on the bus, right? And we'd be going to like a wrestling I remember we did it multiple times. Going to a uh, like a wrestling tournament or a match or whatever and 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 we'd like basically create a chain of like twenty people, right? And everybody'd hold hands and then you know, one person holding it at this end of the amplifier and I'd sit there and Boom, and it would just send like a, a, like a shock through everybody, you know? Like, oh, wow. Yeah, just a quick little, you know, and then we'd do it again. We'd do it again, Everybody, like, yeah, and they'd be all pumped up and stuff. Like, <laughs> it was so stupid, but that's what I did. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, he was a... I'm <clears throat> oh, sorry, real quick. Oh, okay. Um, he taught me a lot. He, he's a big old, big old nerd, I mean. But, yeah, it was a, it was a giant box. This calculator wasn't something... And he called it a computer because back then, in the 50s, computers were the size of yeah. houses. I mean, you know, they're, they're massive. So, And and they really did. The first computers, people don't realize maybe, they were calculators. Yeah. the, the, the What they were limited to was like some basic addition. And obviously over time, you know, 60, 70 years later, look where we're at. You know, I got this thing in the palm of my hand that can do Yeah, most s- people
1: don't even use it for a fucking calculator. They'll just google the answer
0: right or hey hey, hey Siri, you know what's <laughs> yeah. the, you know i mean the other day at work i did <laughs> it was like the most basics and you get so used to using like a calculator or whatever you know mm-hmm. the most basic like addition it was like 113 plus 113.62 plus nine That were the, that was the numbers and i got on there and i did it and then the guy adam was like really and i'm like i don't know <laughs> it's just such a habit you know like i don't yeah. know why i did that <laughs> i mean i could do that math in my head so i mean but yeah uh, anyway it's it's wild man kids like my son you know he's grown up with a nintendo switch and he has an ipad to watch movies and stuff on and he has no idea yeah they, they have and no your kids idea. no clue yeah the, the struggles
1: you. Know, what's interesting though, too, like you said, your uncle used to repair these TVs. Like a re- TV repairman, nobody even fucking has one of no. those anymore.
0: That you throw you it know? away and buy a new one. Yeah,
1: I mean, and they're like so big, and they're. I mean, I mean, it literally weighs nothing.
0: That TV right there is. A, I think it's a. It's a forty-two inch TV, I believe. Remember when thirty-two inch TVs, those big yeah, old cathode a- ray tubes, like you're talking like a couple hundred pounds, like these things. Those old TVs... And, and you remember console TVs? Yeah, my
1: first big screen was 48 inches. It was a 48-inch TV, but it was like a big square. Yeah. And that motherfucker weighed like 150 pounds. Yeah. It's crazy. It was like... I mean, but again, like, we're getting to the point, like, people don't know how to repair a TV no, because just... it becomes so easy to make. Well, and know? that's...
0: Yeah, all, all all technology. I mean, you just throw it away and buy a new one. Yeah. Actually, it's... um, What's it? Technology obsolescence. It's a real thing where... um. Actually, Apple was sued for doing it to iPhones to where when they would put out a new update, they would deliberately slow down the oldest phones to where it force people to buy new phones. But that's... So they would keep that revolving door of new product, right. people buy a new product. But that's that's with everything, everything electronic. Eventually, it's going to slow down. It's not going to work like you wanted it to. And you're eventually going to get fed up with it. And it's cheaper to just throw it away and buy a new one. That way there's... Because I mean, if, you, if you build a product that's... That's just the best, and it never breaks down. Go go to cars, you know, like cars yeah. in today's world. Like older cars were built so much better, so much more stronger. You know, yeah, I get it. Technology is way better as far as like the, you know, suspension on a modern car versus suspension on a 1969 Chevrolet Camaro. But that Chevrolet Camaro was built so much better than a 2023 Camaro.
1: Yeah, and they're way easier. Or I guess to work yeah, on. that's the last year the Camaro.
0: Um, yeah, and those, those are ways to work on. And back then, they were designed to last a lifetime. The ones now, it's designed to last a few years. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're gonna put you know a few hundred, you know, not a few hundred thousand miles, but you know, put a hundred. Actually, most people don't even put a hundred thousand miles on a car nowadays. They put about seventy to eighty, and they trade that damn thing in. Yeah. And but that's just way it's designed. So there's a constant revolving door. Which, if you want to talk about going into the like the like economics and stuff, that's better for the economy. Better for the economy, keep that revol- revolving door, people spending money, people making, spending money, making, spending money, but obviously you have a bunch of cars floating around that are junk.
1: Yeah. But, but I mean, and the way, how fast things change and how rapidly they change, yeah. you start to lose people with that skill set to work on that stuff.
0: That kind of goes where we work at, <clears throat> which we're yep. not going to mention on here where we work at, but we work at a place where you can visibly see that now. Yeah. To where it's that skill set is wild, and it, and the thing is, like a lot of people want to say, oh, it's these new younger generations. Hold this thought. I'm gonna grab another bigger because I really want to talk about this deal. Yes, please. You want know, one are-
1: Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I mean, unless you want me to try something different.
0: Whatever you want, it's up to you. It's yours to take.
1: We could go dealer's choice. You you pick it. Uh, yeah, the right there. So, yeah, they're just dumb little
0: songs Oh, shit, okay. Uh, we went to a antique store. I thought that was cool. That was my first book I ever shot. I like Bigfoot.
1: I went Whenever I was in culinary school <laughs> in New Hampshire, they had a it was it was a legit pub and that's what it was called because they, all they had was beer. like yeah. No alcohol or whatever. And they had uh I don't remember what day. It might have been like Tuesdays and Thursdays. You had like $1 pints of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so you'd amazing. You'd go in there for like a $10 bill and you just be... Get fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah, you'd be fucked so up. Stumble that, home.
0: It is my favorite cheap beer. Um, And it's it's funny now because the hipsters kind of took over PBR years ago and kind of made it more expensive, which, ain't hey, good for a PBR. But uh, I remember you used to be able to go buy a 12-pack for like 7 bucks. Oh, yeah. And then like... then younger, I mean... I'm 21 years old. Like even nowadays, a 12 pack is gonna get me drunk. I mean, so it's seven dollars now. It's like (laughs) shit. I buy that Yingling now, which I'm a huge fan of, and it's like 16 bucks or something. But
1: yeah, I actually liked it. I've 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 personally never had Yingling. I keep hearing people talk about it, but
0: that's the flight, which is the light version. that beer is it's very good for. It comes in cans, like the comes in the skinny cans, which my manliness says.
1: Just buy the bottle, be a man.
0: Yeah, well, it's a lake, though, because you can't. And I'm like, hey, like, I'm drinking a seltzer. You know, I don't know. Like I'm just like. Mm, this is
1: good. What yeah. is this? <laughs>
0: I'm like, dude, stop that's it. A, that's a yingling. Yeah, but <laughs> it's very, it's like when it's hot in the summertime, that beer is fantastic. Yeah. I'm weird on beer. Like in the summertime, I want to drink the lightest stuff you can get. Mm-hmm. But as the fall comes and winter comes, I go with dark beers. Oh, yeah. And I'm still drinking, obviously. But that's just because I, I love all kinds of beers. Uh, beer uh
1: since summer's officially over now you're in dark beer mode
0: yeah pretty much and we got that new fridge out there uh so my wife has been just randomly going to buying six packs i'm like it's perfect keep doing it like i love it it's like i come (laughs) home to a surprise and i'm like "Mm, yeah you know like because i love all kinds of different dark beers i don't like ipas i don't know much you know about beer but
1: i mean I, i i used to drink way more than i do now but sure yeah ipas to me, they always they always have a funny aftertaste, and well, it, it bugs the shit out of me.
0: You know, hops are a preservative. Mm-hmm. That's what they're originally introduced to beer for, when they were coming from the Indian Ocean. You know, coming from India. Sorry, like to keep the beer lasting longer. Well, then these weirdos were like, "I like the way that tastes." And no, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, you like, like your
1: fucking like beer to taste like paste.
0: Right, I, I have buddies that are like, "Yeah, it's so good," and I'm like, "It's not." <laughs> But they also don't really care for a Smithwick's Red Ale either, which to me is just
1: delicious. I used to, I used to not like Guinness at all, but now I really like you know, Guinness. Guinness is fantastic. It's, it's weird the way my taste changed. Isn't that strange as you get older? Yeah.
0: Like the taste buds com- go completely different. Like I used to hate mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Like they Passion would not eat mayonnaise at all growing up. And I'm not a Miracle Whip fan either. I didn't like any of that shit. I eat mayonnaise now. Yeah. I don't like Regularly. I, I don't
1: mind mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like it.
0: Do you like Miracle Whip?
1: I, okay, so here's the thing. is To me, they're completely different. Well, they are. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, I mean...
0: Well, it's always Miracle Whip or mayonnaise. Which one? Yeah. I'm like mustard. <laughs> That's how I was yeah. younger. <laughs>
1: I mean, so... It, I don't really buy Miracle Whip for sandwiches. Like, there are some things that I make where I'll use it with mayonnaise. Because mm-hmm. I like the, the combination of the flavor. Yeah. Or if you like... Um, so, like for instance, if I make potato salad, I'll use a little bit of Miracle Whip and mayonnaise in right. my potato salad.
0: Little twang. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. I like the zing, the zinginess of it, or whatever.
0: So, when you make a potato salad, is it you use must? No, no mustard.
1: Uh, no, I do not put mustard. You don't? Okay. Oh,
0: what a, red potatoes are just like
1: like red a, potatoes
0: with a bit of a twang. Yeah.
1: I love red it, potatoes. Red, red potatoes sounds good. That's my favorite. Red potatoes, a little bit of, uh, almost like a half and half of mayonnaise and Miracle Whip, and then um, green onions, bacon. Bacon? A little bit of celery. Cool. Oh,
0: but that's good. so good. <laughs> you got to bring then, some and, potatoes and, out to work now. <laughs> and, and,
1: and I've started where I want it to have a little hint of a kick, so I will get a Serrano or two. Okay. And put it in there just a teeny bit of a yeah just gives you man it's like that potato salad has got
0: got some balls on it yeah (laughs) his wife's very lucky
1: I think so I think she's really lucky (laughs) (laughs) my wife's lucky as hell too (laughs)
0: I was talking about cooking but also me but no
1: yeah on top of it you get free sex (laughs) I mean what else could you ask for (laughs) yeah uh, You got dick on demand. You got good food. Like you got a maid, baby.
0: I mean, you know what? I get it why someone would be gay for you. I don't know if there is anybody who's gay for you, but I understand now. Well, you know, it, mostly well, just for the food. I don't, you know, but
1: I, I feel like, and I used to joke around with my with my wife quite a bit because I'd have in and, and and again, I'm not going to say where we work, but in that area, yeah. Even even whenever I started back there, it was very um, loose with the sexuality. I oh, it you is. Say.
0: Well, and there's that one shop that is, and I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, again, people don't know where he works, so I don't really care, I'll tell the story. I got suspended for sexually harassing other men. <laughs> now, mind you, that was all made up, and it was not true. Um, I'm a supervisor at this place, and... There was a guy who was, you know, going through the steps of possible termination and it happens. Yeah. People start just reaching and grasping so grasping they can try to keep their job. And, and
1: be like, well, this dude here.
0: But, but yeah. that area, now, again, I come to that area, right? I'm, this is like my first or second day on the job. And I'll just say a little bit over, probably 20 feet. I look over and there is three gentlemen... Now, all men, (laughs) one of them, one of them's working, but he's bent over, right? He's working and bent over, like, on all fours. One of them is behind him, aggressively dry-humping him, and another one has his shirt off and is spinning it around in the air (laughs) and dancing, and I was like...
1: Yeah, I missed that, but...
0: I'm like, what? I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like... But I will say, I've never had more fun in a shop mm-hmm. than I did in that one. Uh, be, there was like a different sort of brotherhood and camaraderie. Mm-hmm. I always chalked it up to so I was in the military, and like that's how the military is. Like, it's a bunch of testosterone fueled dudes, and I don't know why, but. It's kind of gay. <laughs> I mean, like, you go to a, some barracks, locker room, and there's usually going to be something.
1: Yeah. I it's, mean. You know, it, and I don't know. Maybe it's because I kind of, I don't know. I, and I shouldn't, or maybe I should Fuck, I don't know. It's just the way that I am. I've always been, like, pretty confident, <clears throat> almost to a fault. And, I mean, I don't think I have, like, a uh, off-putting ego. Mm-hmm. But like you know, if another guy's like, "Hey, what's up, sexy?" or "What's up, good looking?" and I'm like, "Yeah, I am good
0: looking." Yeah, you're welcome. Talk to your friend. I'm like, you. I don't, I
1: don't ever think so. First this motherfucker's talking. Just called me ugly. Like I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. I am sexy.
0: So actually, <laughs> in a situation where you're you're walking right, you're just walking around, and a guy says, "Hey, good looking." You're gonna go home and tell your wife. Yeah, I got hit on by a dude today.
1: I t- yeah, I tell her all the time. I'm, I'm like, I'll go home if I get a cup. Well, but you're really lucky.
0: And then she's going to be like,
1: you know, yeah.
0: whatever. A woman's walking by and hits on you. You go home and tell her that. Who's that bitch?
1: Yeah, Who's I won't, I Where's wouldn't even work? tell her. I just, yeah, like, so ah. she So she thinks I work at like, some big <laughs> just homosexual romp fest or something. Because uh, the women don't pay no attention. But.
0: My wife all the time, she's like, you guys are so gay. <laughs> yeah, they are. I'm not. I'm not. I promise you. It, it
1: happens. happens. No, okay, you know, but here... Men don't get enough affection. Oh, and sometimes... so we've got to go. We got to yeah, go. We, we just affection you know, each other up a little we'll, bit. We'll kind of you know <laughs> gaslight each other a little bit or uh, yeah. whatever they call it. Gas gas each other up a little bit. You yeah. know. So you come yeah. out of there and you feel a little bit. You feel yeah. all hey, right.
0: Thanks, man. You look good today too. Been yeah. working out. Yeah, no. I mean, you got nice shoulders. You got look nice. That feels good. <laughs> hey, thanks, buddy. You too. I mean.
1: Then you got got that one You see him in the urinal.
0: You got a good dick. Yeah, man. That's a really good-looking dick, and I mean that in the straightest way possible.
1: That's a good-looking dick.
0: (laughs) Your wife must be very happy with that piece.
1: (laughs) Damn, I'm surprised she ain't sucking it now. That is beautiful. If
0: I was gay, though, I sure would. Have have a good day, bud. (laughs) Oh, look at that thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, so back on what we were talking about before I went and grabbed a beer. The industry we work in, and we were talking about just people like that it is wild. And and you know, it's not even just the younger generations Mm -hmm. I see with everybody. It's just like the, the climate, the society, this, this time period we're in, everybody sucks. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and and we've, we've talked about this before and it kind of ties right back into the alien conversation at the beginning of this podcast. Um, eventually businesses have to adapt who is building their product
1: oh 100
0: because you're the days of having the hard worker where the guy who puts in 60 70 80 hours a week and loves the overtime and takes pride in his job and those days are gone those yeah. days I mean, and i just had this conversation with another guy at work on i think wednesday or thursday it would have been thursday and uh you can tell he's he's been out at this place we work at for a really long time, and and he has that older mentality of we gotta just get back to how we were, and we gotta go, we gotta manage him and ride him up and just get out. Know, it's like no, yeah, that, yeah. Those and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying people people gotta be managed if you want to, you know, that's part of you know the job that I do, but uh, like those days of that mentality is yeah, quit you're not.
1: You're not yeah. getting that back.
0: You're not getting that back now, no matter how hard you try. And whether we chalk that up to the COVID thing and people realizing that it, it's not worth living out there 80 hours a week.
1: But yeah, you know, COVID definitely didn't help anything. And that here's yeah. the thing, too, is like, again, and I meant this when I said it, stupidity drives innovation. But also, like, laziness drives innovation. Well, 100%. Or now, <clears> I mean, I could just sit in my car and pick people up and drop them off or pick up food and drop it off and you know if i'm single or i don't have a kid it's not a bad way
0: you can actually make decent money yeah if you and you are working you're not working long hours you might be on the clock and you might be driving to and here you're not really it's not that physically demanding to go do that but you also do all that on your own terms yes yeah, you're just
1: listening to whatever you want, yeah. fucking doing whatever you want. I mean, you got this sense of freedom I'm like I can I can go home when I'm when I'm done.
0: There was a guy actually who his name was Grant. I don't know if you remember him, he's on this, he was a second shifter. Mm. And I'll say his last name once we if after this podcast. But anyway, he doesn't work out there anymore. He actually quit to go do that. He was a single dude, tired of living the factory worker life of you know clock in at this time clock out at this time this time's break this time's lunch this time's break here's when you leave you know that rigid you know just factory worker mentality yeah he's tired of it and the guy just quit and he went to work for Uber Eats or or DoorDash or whatever i mean
1: yeah i know lots of guys like uh i would ask them how they were doing whenever they got laid off cuz they hadn't been out there very long once once the you know all the stuff happened, and then COVID happened, and you know all the people couldn't work. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd go in. I'd get up around seven a.m. or six a.m. and I'd start delivering food, and I'd usually be done by noon. You know, yeah. once I made around two hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, and that's you know like, and they're good for the day. Yeah, yeah. You do that five days, it's thousand dollars a week,
0: which isn't terrible for
1: yeah four I mean, hours of work. No, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, but again, like. That and, and it's still going on because some people are just too lazy to get out of the house or they're too lazy to cook.
0: Oh, hundred you know? percent. So we, we do it. I mean not all the time.
1: Um and, and I don't want to say everybody's just too lazy or right. you know, it's but convenient. Yeah. Yeah. But there are people who are lazy who 100 oh, the there's house guy, or whatever. But there's a guy
0: who works for me that does that every meal he eats and yeah. it's because he's very
1: But it's like, like once those busy. once those things open up, like it, it just you're not getting that mentality back, like you said. Like, oh, I got to work hard, and jobs are not as scarce as they were. So people find ways to hustle. Like, that's a big thing. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hustle. I'm gonna hustle to do this, and i mm-hmm. you know, they they figure out a little niche where they can get by, and they're they're kind of on their own terms. It's like they're their own boss, you know.
0: Well, yeah, and they also can enjoy life. Yeah, because in a role where there's that uh, executive at that company who who puts in. I don't know, 80 hours a week and doesn't see his wife and kids. And the only thing he's focused on and driven on is to move to the top. What kind of life is that? Yeah. You know, there was a guy at our place who was that guy. And he got up all the way up to the senior vice president role. And when he retired, he ended up dying like a month later. Oh yeah. And that, and the only thing he lived for was for that company. That does not, to me, that just does not sound like a good time. No, right. And and I used to be like that. So I took a salary position years ago because I wanted to, you know, make it more of a career out of it. And and I mean, I obviously the same as you did. And I I was like that to a lot. And then I had a kid, and I was still like that. And it got to the point where me and my wife we started having issues because she was a new mom at home taking care of a newborn, and I was living at work working. Back then, it was like 100 hours a week, 90, 90, 95 to 100 hours a week. Mere was 5 o'clock in the morning till 8 o'clock at night, you know, every yeah. single day. Weekends were, you know, 6 a.m. till you know, 4 o'clock. I mean, it was nuts. And I was, but I was, I wanted to be, I, I had these aspirations and these dreams to, I'm going to get to this position and here, I, and I will work my ass off until I get there. And what did it do for me? It almost got me a divorce, almost made me lose my newborn kid. Yeah. And so I ended up quitting and went to a different place. And then the COVID thing happened, and I'm completely different than what I was before. I will not.
1: I yeah. It it changed me. It changed me. It tremendously because mm-hmm. like I didn't get a lot of time off. I think I got a week off. Yeah. But even that even that week, you know, I was just like it, it kind of opened my eyes. Like there are things I can live without. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and I would rather trade those things. And I would rather, you know, spend time with my family versus, yep. oh well, let me work, you know, seven hours of overtime so I can, you know, buy something I don't really need.
0: Right. Exactly. You know? So, yeah.
1: You know, it you you adjust you, you adjust it and think, well, I'd rather I'd rather have that time versus trading that time for mm-hmm. for money, you know, because so yeah, I mean, once that once that happened, we're not getting that back. That like that generation's not coming back. So
0: no, and. That's where companies have to learn to adapt and overcome.
1: Right. That's but, why I said they got to. Eventually, we're going to engineer a product around the workers. Yeah. Versus uh, us trying to force them to learn something that they're just not well, physically capable of doing anymore.
0: And you've brought this up before. And I think I said a minute ago how this kind of ties into like the alien thing. Yeah. You think what we hear and what the pictures we see, which are pretty shitty, but it's a basically a seamless saucer right there's Mm -hmm. not there's not bolts and there's not fasteners and there's not you know chunks of metal and you know you look at a car and you know it's all you see different pieces that clip into different pieces and stuff like that and it's it's all one seamless transition like it's almost like it's all welded together Mm -hmm. you know makes it easier I mean done by a machine and you know if these aliens are this advanced species and who goes to say they didn't like like, and I can't this is his thought I'm just saying it but um they didn't realize. Okay, we've got to make a product that, for whatever. To, to, yeah. We don't have the hard workers anymore, and I, I think eventually, eventually, like we will build cars. You know that. Well, we've already started doing it. Most most automobiles are built with using robots. Oh yeah. And it's only going to get where it's easier and easier and easier. Even you know those. There's less robots that got to build it. It's you know I mean it's 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 yeah, gonna you got,
1: happen. Yeah, you've seen those assembly lines where you just got people who were doing like menial things, like fucking hammering a rubber strip into a
2: right. Yeah, you know,
1: right. and they're you know it's just moving right along, and then they'll hammer the next strip. The robots yeah. fucking welding everything yep, and yeah, so moving those articulating arms everywhere. Yeah, it's
0: it's a matter of time before you know, and then if we can, as technology gets better and we make better you know, propulsion uh, engines to, to, you know, help propel or whatever it might be, it's going to be, I mean, let's say element, you know, element 115 is, you know, have you, have you, uh, okay. Yeah. That was the, what's his name? Bob Uh, Lazar. Bob Lazar. Yeah. Element 115. If it really is a thing, you know, we can make craft that just kind of hover around. I mean, think about once if we, if that is real, we actually have flying cars and everything's going to be just a bubble. I mean, you know, I mean, it
1: creates its own gravity.
0: Right, so I mean, yeah.
1: and then you wouldn't. If it does that, then you don't need to engineer something that essentially flexes and has to be held together right. as strenuously, as you know mm-hmm. what, what we do. So, you could,
0: honestly, you could have a square, just yeah. a square metal mm-hmm. box that is welded together, and
1: it could literally be whatever shape that you needed it to be for whatever it was you were doing, like. You know, functionality-wise. Oh well, I'm going to go collect some resources, and it needs to be a circle, or yeah, you know, it needs to have this container, and it and this container is a fucking square, so the you know it'll be a square, sure. And then they've got some maybe some fucking high bonding adhesive that just slaps the stuff together, and that thing creates its own gravity field. Mm-hmm. It's not vibrating. It's not not fucking, moving. There's no there's stress. No, there's no stress on it. No, it, none, zero. So sure. it's yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to do that
0: stuff. Well, that would probably just be 3D printed at that point. <laughs> you know, I mean, well. <laughs> we, well yeah, I mean, you're not we 3D, lying. We 3D, there's a, I don't know if you've seen it, there's houses that are 3D printed with concrete. Mm-hmm. And they look kind of goofy, but we're also very rudimentary in that that, that step in technology. As time goes on, that house will yeah. get better. And, you know, I mean, they're 3D printing metal now. Yeah. It, it's, again, it's in, a, in in its infancy, but.
1: Yeah, but once as, they get good at it.
0: 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, 60 years down the road. It's going to be nuts. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, you will, you'll be like, man, that's...
0: Think about 60 years down the road puts me at, well, I guess it puts me at 96. Oh, with technology, I'll probably still be alive by then. Yeah, I'm I mean, hoping. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping too. I wanna, well,
1: partially yeah. bionic.
0: Well, it goes back to Neuralink like I talked about earlier. I mean and joe rogan has that theory and he talks about it quite a bit but how you know his thing is he thinks man and human or man and human man and machine are going to become one you mm-hmm. know i mean we're, we're cyborgs whatever you know we still have the human conscious and we have human thoughts stuff but like we I don't know, eventually become like a basically a damn cyborg where that would be kind of badass i mean like like I don't know if you know about comics and stuff like Cyborg from like DC Comics is pretty fucking cool. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big DC guy. My son no, likes so DC Comics. I actually we have not arguments about that. I'm Marvel. I like Marvel better than DC. Yeah. But Cyborg is cool.
1: Yeah. I In mean, DC,
0: it, like, but I mean, you know, when it comes to comics, it's Marvel. I mean, I yeah. DC yeah, we, sucks, especially the new DC stuff.
1: I, I they're just so fucking. I mean, I'm not saying Marvel doesn't have their cheesiness too, but like, sure, sure, but they're just like. Oh, Superman! He's a Superman. He's super and he's a man. You know, like fucking Catwoman, <laughs> right. Batman. You, like, I mean, yeah, we got Iron Man. You but, know, but like,
0: it's it's funny. So all all superheroes, I feel like in the Marvel universe, all have the weakness. Mm-hmm. They and and Marvel started with Spider Man, who yes has superhuman strength, but he does have weaknesses. He can be killed. Actually, the comic series times the Spider Man has been killed in different universes the DC comes out with the best thing right off the bat. Like nothing can stop yeah. this man's besides kryptonite. Yeah, you like,
1: got to find woo, some fucking
0: find some kryptonite. Cause it's not just readily
1: available. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to know where to get it, how right, to get it
0: from apparently a planet called Krypton, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. Marvel did it way better in my opinion. Stanley was ahead of his time. I'm kind of a big nerd when it comes to the, the Marvel comics. Like I, and this right now at this time, like, well, this time, like in the last 10 years or whatever, when they started coming out with the iron man's and Avengers and mm-hmm. then all the spinoffs of that, it's like, this is the best time to be a Marvel fan. Like if you were a comic book fan growing up, yeah. I just had this conversation with the guy last weekend. It's so good. Cause the nineties, remember the, the movies from the nineties, you know, the, uh, the batmans and the, oh yeah remember mr freeze on the schwarzenegger that was so yeah. terrible back then it was kind of cool but like i mean the between like the, the the cgi and all the stuff we have now it's like man it is so fucking badass
1: yeah it's like, well and even like that you know dc they're just so cheesy mr freeze he was a fucking scientist i don't know what his name was like yeah, I don't Petrosky, know. Petroski, Frizzoni. They turned him into Mr. Freezer. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the Riddlers, Edward Nigma, E. Nigma. You know, like, you just get the fuck out of here. But anyway, <laughs> I I collected comics when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. And when they came out with the Infinity Gauntlet, the Infinity Wars and whatever with the gauntlet. Oh, yeah. I have that comic. R- still? Yeah. Wow. It's in plastic. That's cool. Yeah, because I brought it out and I showed my kids. I was like, look. I was like, I have this for the, the Infinity War wow stuff yeah
0: how much is that worth
1: i don't know you it's hard pressed. to tell i don't want to know right now I might just be like ah, i don't need it but well maybe. yeah <laughs> <laughs> is it like
0: still in good shape
1: yeah it's in perfect shape i've never even read through it it's in it's in a plastic sleeve
0: oh my god that'd be really cool if you had like one of the original spider-mans those uh, things. Could. I
1: have, I have some, I mean, I've got quite a few comics that I've never even like opened. Like I would read them at the comic book store and then, you know, cause, cause that was a big thing too. They used to be everywhere. Comic book stores. Oh yeah. There. There's
0: still a handful around, but not that many. Yeah.
1: And I would look at them there and I'd be like, Oh yeah. I wow. Take it. And then I, I <laughs> used to buy plastic sleeves and put stuff in them and that is seal cool. them up.
0: We, uh, I was, so I was never, we were really poor growing up and I never had any comics. I would read my buddy's comics. But, I mean, I wish. That'd be so cool, because I'd probably have a huge collection.
1: I'll bring, you, I'll bring you one.
0: Oh. I'll let you have it. <laughs> like, here's your first comic book. <laughs> you're 35 years old. <laughs> that is really neat. The, these are just, I thought they were cool. These aren't mine. I bought those at that antique store. Yeah. So when I designed this studio, obviously, that's an old newspaper from Wichita. From, like, the 1920s, I think. Murder.
1: murder read farm, the... Uh, mother gets life. Read mm. the... Alexandra,
0: knife thug. Hold on. where does it say? I like that. Knife thug. Okay, read the bottom middle. Troops guard... Go ahead and read it out loud. <laughs> well, I can't. See. I got
1: a glare. Let me see.
0: You don't read it out loud. Just read it. This just goes to show you... the.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah yeah we'll save that one for a
1: different I, different podcasts
0: and, 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 and i actually I bought that because it was just like it's a snapshot in time of like when it's just like, wow, we don't say that anymore right?
1: <laughs> no um no they sure don't
0: no, and I don't know what that I just saw some people it. still say it, well, yeah, some people do, but uh <laughs> like... some people say it a lot um I just thought that was kind of cool, honestly, but yeah, so that about that uh a 50 millimeter shell right there that's kind of
1: neat
0: oh yeah i bought that gas can on the floor
1: so when i was um, oh, i don't know maybe like 23 mm-hmm. i used to uh i used to talk to this girl and um, her family had had quite a bit of money and she took me on a trip one time mm-hmm. but uh she you know okay so i don't know for most of the people who know me they know it's not a big secret i'm i'm like a huge laker fan and Magic Johnson was my guy growing up. Sure. <clears throat> and I actually, whenever he made the announcement, he had AIDS. I was one of the, f- I cried. Wow. Yeah. I remember I was, I was actually sitting at a desk and I was going through my basketball cards. And I remember the press conference came on <clears throat> and he was telling him that he was retiring. Like I was just like devastated as a little kid. Sure. But, uh, I uh, was well not like a little kid. I was, You know, thirty was that? (laughs) (laughs) What was that, like, 90, 91? That was a long time Uh, ago. Maybe 90, after the night, about 92, so... I might have been like 13, 14. Sure. Either way. But uh, she bought me all the Sports Illustrators with Magic Johnson on the cover. And I still have those as well. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, she and her family had a lot of money because they owned a... they, They used to own... And they sold it. It was a plantation.
0: What? <laughs> no way! What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so where'd their money come from? <laughs> from <Cotton>. that? Yeah. <laughs> from
1: other people working. Oh wow! Yeah.
0: So where was this from here? She's from here?
1: No, she's oh. she was in uh, Tennessee.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Very southern. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, but she—I mean, she was a super nice person. That, but actually, and she was kind of religious. So,
0: well, you know, that is actually pretty common for Southern folk. Yeah. to be more religious than Northern folk.
1: And it would come out every now and then because, like, certain situations, she'd just be like, "Oh God, oh God, don't stop, oh God."
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say the N word. <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
1: because
0: <laughs> you said the plantation thing. I you were yeah. <laughs> I wish we
1: had. I wish we had more money. We need some more of those. Others. Yeah. Uh, don't you dare! Don't you dare finish that sentence. Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, the religious language is just me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. So you you have a comic book collection.
1: It's not a huge collection. It's a small collection because I mean, like, again, I would have to save my own money to buy that stuff. So I don't know. I may have like. 50 comics something like that that's still yeah but i mean they were and that's the thing too is i just didn't buy junk i only bought them when they were like brand new wow like like when they had just come out so i didn't buy like reprints and things like that mm-hmm.
0: so you might have some money tied up in there
1: I, i'm sure i do have a little bit of a little bit of money
0: yeah In some of those maybe when you retire you just go sell it all off yeah that stuff goes for money those old comics I mean
1: yeah to the right people who want them yeah
0: yeah there's big big nerds out there there's nothing wrong with nerds by the way just there's big I mean there's guys
1: everybody's got their nerd thing they do like cologne oh I love cologne I just and honestly I haven't bought any in a while but like there for a long time I was like well there's like there's like five that I need to add to my collection and I'll be done but I'm like whittling it down but
0: how many bottles of cologne do you have
1: uh, I think now I've probably got maybe 40.
2: Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I had
1: more. He, I had more. He smells good. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, I think if I have like 10 solid ones, I, I'd be fine. Cause some of them I just, I hardly ever wear unless mm. I feel like that's the occasion that calls for it. And I don't, I don't want to just buy them anymore just to buy them. You know, or be oh, like, okay, yeah, oh, oh, I could see myself wearing this if I'm wearing a black jacket. You know, like, yeah. I mean, so. Yeah. I, <laughs> There's cologne for,
0: like, a certain color of closure room?
1: I've got a few where I'm like, yeah, if it's raining outside, I'll wear this one. Or, you know, if I want to smell, you know, smell a certain way, I'll wear this. Or if I'm, you know, wearing a hat, I want to wear this cologne. And, yeah, I mean, but, I again, I think if I have, like. Where? 10 solid uh, i just want to get it down to about 10 10 solid and just once once i run out i can just cycle it through because yeah you know even now because i've got so many i'll be like oh i look like i'm low on this one well i don't really wear it that often i've had it for like five years but you know i'm like oh if it runs out i kind of want to rebuy it but i don't wear it that much and i've had it for like five or six years right you know it's lasted a very long time I don't need to buy another big bottle of it or, you know.
0: Sure. You uh, <clears throat> Do you think part of that is because you like the cooking thing? Like the smell? Because you, de- you obviously appreciate. <clears throat> well, okay, so no names. Someone made little cookie things at work. Uh-huh. And me and my weak-ass taste buds thought they were good. <sighs> now, they were very frosting flavored, right? That was the strongest thing. I, but again, me and my weak, weak ass taste buds, I didn't even think of anything else about it. I was like, oh, that's pretty tasty. You were like, well, it could use a little bit more of this, like a little more. And not there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, you went to school for it. Do you think that's why like, the cologne thing is such a big deal for you? Because like, you appreciate smells, aromas, whatever, and taste and stuff probably more than like the average person like me. Okay, so
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on a journey, and this is ev- a okay. this is evolved.
0: I'm I'm in. Let's go. So,
1: <laughs> and I think it started from this place, and like it, it's it's evolved a little bit. But like whenever I was, I don't know. I I think a lot of it started like I used to read books on like how to give good massages. You know, I got interested in food mm-hmm. because I wanted to be able to impress people. And I, when I say people, I mean, girls got it. So I wanted to smell good. <clears throat> you know, the, all of that stuff kind of evolved into me liking it even after, you know, or just something that I enjoyed even after, you know, cause I I guess a lot of it was, and I'm just going to. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of it was just, (laughs) a lot of that stuff was just pussy driven. You know, be like, man, this dude, you know, he's funny, he can talk, you know, and like, you know, yeah. I mean, so. Like my brothers will you know they'll go out with me and they'll be, like, oh here goes old silver tongue, you know, <clears> talking to whoever and it, and it's just the it's it's just my personality now and it's not something I can just turn off because that's how I am and like I said, yeah. I've told you guys before it bothers my wife because she always thinks I'm flirting and even though I'm not like meaning to or or thinking about it consciously, it's just the way that I interact with people you yeah know? yeah, and I think that's how it goes but like yeah i I always thought, you know, like, what are things that would impress a woman that you could be good at? You know, they want a guy who smells good. It's like, so, you know, whenever I was younger, I used to... Okay, so, I, I want to say I was like 19.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, actually, no, no, no. I was... I was uh, How old was I? I know I wasn't... I might have been a freshman in high school whenever I bought my first bottle of cologne with my own money. Okay, and I I bought like a bottle of Cool Water, which I really really loved, and they've they've since changed it. But and I later found out that Cool Water was a knockoff of um, Creed's uh, Green Irish Tweed, which is a fantastic fragrance as well. It, it just smells more natural, um, but yeah that that's where it started. I, I might have been maybe maybe a sophomore or freshman, I think. Mm-hmm. but but ever since then you know I was just like man I really like to smoke and I like that smell I like you know and it, yeah it you know I like when a woman when a girl would be like, oh you smell good yeah you know and it, and it, and it, even though it's still like I said even when a guy say oh yeah hey what's up sexy You're a sexy man or you're a good looking man you know I'm like sure yeah so it it's it's all just you know kind of evolved into who I am today where now I just i cook because i i genuinely like it. But I started it because I just, you know, I wanted to, whenever yeah. I was single and I lived in Kansas City. You wanted to
0: get laid. That's
2: okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is okay. That is okay. Whenever
1: I was single and I lived in Kansas City, like, like and I've said this before, like, growing up, I mm-hmm. felt like the women in Wichita, and maybe it's because there are more women than there are men, and I'm, I'm not sure what the ratio is, but I'm almost positive that's the way it is. Because whenever I was growing up, like, it was hard to talk to girls, you know, because they sure. all felt like they were the best thing in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you go to a bigger city where there are, you know, less women, you know, now they're all competing for these guys. Right, okay. Or they're whatever. Well, okay, I guess it's more men than there are women. Right, yeah. I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's reversed. So now yeah. they're... You know, more women than there are men, so they're all competing for the good guys. Right. So, if you like, whenever I was in Kansas City, I was in Kansas City when I was like 20 years old. And you, you didn't, you know, I spent all this time try, trying to learn how to talk to women and, and, you know, you know, testing these things out, I guess, for the lack of a better way to phrase it, you know. You, you get. I got to Kansas City, and I barely had to. I'd be like, "Hey, hello, your hair looks nice." And i would be, "Oh, really?" And they start pulling their panties down on it <laughs> Tell me, thank You're you. Like, wow, <laughs> thank you. Crazy. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't have to work hard for this at all." <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it. You know, it just oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, you know, you go back to her. Her little cookie. They weren't bad. They were just like she oversold it for one because she told me they were famous. Yeah. I mean and they were they were really they just lacked a lot of punch and a lot of flavor. It just tasted like really basic pumpkin with some icing on it. Yeah. Like kind of a pumpkin fluff thing.
0: It was the texture was fine.
1: Yeah, the texture was fine. The texture was fine <laughs> for <laughs> what it was. It wasn't it wasn't technically a cookie. It was almost like a little if she would have said, "Oh, I make these mild pumpkin drops." You'll like it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you know, like I would have been like, oh, yeah, you hit the nail oh, you, on the you head. you nailed
0: that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, shit, you got it. You oh, got what you were looking
1: God. for right there.
0: You, <laughs> that's why. But I'm, I've cooked for you. Well, not cooked for you, but I've cooked food and brought it to work, and I'm always nervous. I am. Like, is he gonna, What's he going to think about this?
1: That goes back to me not liking to tell people that I cook too because I don't want you to be nervous and I don't Sure You know, I don't want people to feel a certain way because unless it's just <laughs> I've never had like a reaction where I put something in my mouth I'm just oh oh no. You know, like and I and, and obviously never had that? I've ne- I've never had something so terrible for somebody that I had to spit it out. I've had things I didn't like and I'll tell them, Oh yeah, that's good, but I won't eat any more of it. Yeah. You know? Like I I I've generally like I've genuinely liked a lot of the stuff you brought me. You oh, know? I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean but like some people make stuff and they'll be like, Oh, this is really good or you should try this, this is my famous whatever I'll be like, Oh, this is Yeah. Like in your world it's okay. But like and now, and now you know, like yeah. you know, so even when I made that guac, I thought there was I personally thought it was a little bit different than what I normally make. Like I didn't like the way the avocados tasted, so oh, to wow. me that guac wasn't as good as it could have been.
0: Oh, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, my old basic taste buds, though. But
1: I did. I didn't love it.
0: So before you, I feel like I'm interviewing you now. But before you got into cooking, were you like like this, or did it go to culinary school really change and open up everything?
1: No. So. I liked, so by the time I went to culinary school, I was already really interested in cooking because I felt like, you know, that was something I, I I desired to do. Mm -hmm. And whenever I got there, it it just, it highlighted a lot of things. It, you know, there were, there were, it highlighted techniques I needed to work on and things that I, I didn't know, Yeah, you know, so it just sharpened some of those skills and, and gave me an idea about a direction of things that I could do. You know, it okay. just, it helped me kind of get a little more focused on it, you know, and, and it taught me how to self-edit too.
0: Well, you've taught me, because before I met you, and you talk about like, I was going to burp. Um, there we go. I'll take that out. Um,
1: I, could like, have, I could have patted you on the back to help you get that uh, out. Of the thank you.
0: Too. <laughs> like before, before I met you, like, you know, garlic and well, any, any sort of, like, uh, herb or, I mean, hell, like you said, like, savories and aromas and all kinds of... But, you know, like, salt and pepper. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that had brought the flavor of food out. Now that since you've told me that, I took that knowledge home, I don't salt anything. Like, unless it's, like, uh, I don't know, like, maybe, whatever. Like, maybe if it calls for, like, a little bit of salt when you're in the middle of cooking, I don't know, whatever. But I, I generally don't salt anything. I just put everything else in there, and then I salt it at the end. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, he's right. And I told the wife that. And it really brings the flavor out. Well, salt and pepper, sorry. That's nuts. That's wild. And
1: and and like so and it depends too, like presentation wise, if you don't want to use like a black salt, you use like um the the ground uh, what the fuck I want to call it gray salt, but whatever. It's like Like, white pepper. White peppercorns, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ground white and you'll get the same kind of uh, sensation on your tongue, but you know you won't have the black flakes in it. So if you wanted to look more clean, so is there and presentable,
0: white pepper and black pepper they the same thing?
1: Um, they're very similar. Oh, okay, yeah, Less, I have a like peppercorns. They're they're very similar in that like they're going to essentially pepperon- get you to
0: the same place. Yeah. Huh. The only reason I asked that is because I have a, a a rub that I make. It's just a recipe I found. I enjoyed it and it's kind of spicy, but it always calls for white pepper. Probably probably doesn't matter. No. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I honestly did not know. Yeah. A lot of presentations. I'm not very good at that. Yeah. So, and I don't think I'm like any really a good cook at all. Like I can it decent. But.
1: but that's the thing, is if you can still eat it, then it it turned out. You know, you yeah, can just no, make yeah. you, you just make tweaks to it to say, okay, next time and if you really liked it and you're really interested about doing it, write down what you did. That's it, I, I,
0: I've done, I've taken notes before, like yeah. on my phone, just, to, you know.
1: And then just be like, okay, yeah. I need to, you I know, won't try this, or maybe next time I'll see what I can add to, to change it a little bit. or It lacked something.
0: I like to smoke meats. Like, that's, I, I love, like, because got into smoking food. Man, well, not meats, just food. But obviously mostly meat. Anyway, briskets mm-hmm. are fucking hard. Have you ever smoked a brisket before, or ever like done a brisket? Have you done like?
1: I, it's been forever since I smoked a brisket because they're so expensive. They are very expensive, and it and really sucks like, when you fuck if you don't up. have a if you if you don't have a lot of things going right, then you've just fucked up a good
0: a chunk of meat. Yeah. yeah, I did one over last Super Bowl, and by God, it was the the best. The uh, it was amazing, and I. Was drunk. I didn't write anything down, <laughs> <laughs> and it was the best. And I was like, I fucking figured out. Beef is harder to uh, to cook than pork. Mm-hmm. Pork is very forgiving. I found that. Oh on, yeah, like, ribs and uh, pork butts and stuff. Oh gosh, like it's super easy. Um, but brisket is, and, and I get like in the the pitmaster world or whatever, like it is one of the challenging things. Oh yeah, like there's there's guys talk about hey, that's very hard. Like. It's no well, joke. The,
1: the size of the, the, the shape of it, too. Yes. Changes the way you cook it. I well, mean, you have to pay attention to what you're doing. Like You get, right. a, you get a pork loin or something. Or even, you know. Oh, how pork loin is so easy to smoke. Oh, yeah. I like mean, you, you don't have to do much to a pork loin. And, like, people are like, oh, my God, you're so fucking amazing. And you're like, you got no idea how little effort I put into this.
0: I had a small one. <laughs> actually, I'll buy them from Dylan. Uh, no, Dylan's. Buy them from uh, Sam's. And I'll buy the big one. And I'll cut into thirds. And I'll vacuum seal it. Mm-hmm. We went camping few weekends ago three weekends ago and I have a small smoker like a portable one and I just rubbed it down simple couple rubs I like threw it on got to like 165 yeah and then pulled it off and like it was like my wife is like oh my god I'm like that's right <laughs> you know <laughs> like, yeah, you walk out right. of there like yeah I am pretty good <laughs> like, And I am thinking, like I didn't do anything like, I, I didn't inject it I didn't do nothing oh yeah like
1: just it's it's really versatile it's hard to fuck it up it is it's really hard to fuck it up
0: like like a pork butt i mean you let them cook until it gets to 204 degrees yeah because i've even done it before and you can do those guys get all crazy with it and they'll they will inject it the night before and i and i do that once in a while and they'll rub it down let it sit for you know x amount of time before they put it on and they'll cook it to 165 then they they go wrap it or put it in a pan and put it foil over it, you know, and juices, and then they mist it, and, and all this stuff. I'm <laughs> like, man, I've literally rubbed a pork butt down with some, you know, some rubs to get some flavoring on the meat. And I've smoked that thing until 204 degrees, and it turned out perfect. <laughs> yeah. You're it's like pork
1: fucking pork. wearing night vision goggles, sneaking up on it, yeah, spritz mean, it with apple juice when it ain't paying attention, and be like, yeah. Man. It is, but
0: brisket <laughs> is. Yeah. It is very difficult to smoke a brisket and get it really good. And and one thing I figured out too.
1: I mean and it's it's so here's the thing, is it's it's hard to get right, but like the the preparation on it, you know, like mm-hmm. a ton of salt, you know, the right wood to smoke and the temperature. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those three things. And you're like, Oh well that sounds
0: easy. Yeah. But like you said, the shape of the meat. I've tried to get more better at like a, uh, props to those guys that like they know how to trim like a, anything down to where it mm-hmm. looks like and because you'll have a brisket that has the point and the flat the point's thicker than the flat well the flat will cook quicker than the point and it's like good night I mean there's even guys that'll go wrap the flat before they wrap the point and it's like these pit masters like that they know what they're
1: doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're fucking trying them like 100. I mean, you do something thousand times. You, I, know, I you, wish I had that money. And I yeah, you got to get good at it.
0: Because I go buy a brisket and it's like, here's another $80. <laughs> if you buy a full <laughs> packer, you know what you're talking like? I mean, it's about on the cheap side, 75, 80 bucks. And that's buying it from like Sam's. You go buy it from like a place like Dylan's or, you know, somewhere else. It's it's probably, yeah. probably more than yeah, that. Yeah, you
1: don't want to fuck it up. You, yeah. you can get pork butter pork loin or whatever and you're like man i'll try anything and they're really versatile too like i like mixing sweet stuff with them or Mm
0: -hmm. you know i do i like i like uh or like baby back ribs or you know pork back ribs whatever you want to call it and uh i like to do like a sweet and spicy Mm -hmm. on them i actually made some last weekend They turned out really well
1: yeah one of my favorite things i did i had a pork loin and i kind of cut a pocket into it and uh rosemary some peaches and butter Ooh. mixed it all stuffed it wrapped it up wrapped it up with like a roulade like a butcher's twine oh okay like you. held it back
0: together got you i thought you might have been like wrapped it in bacon for a minute yeah like the fat man in me says oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Oh not quite a roulade because i i kind of cut a pocket at an angle but then tied it back up oh, but what? you could what's a, a what's so a? if like if you were to Fucking cut it where it all rolled out and you mm-hmm. roll it up.
0: Oh, it's called a roulade? Yeah. I've seen that. But I've seen videos of guys doing that. Yeah. Like they basically like a cinnamon roll. And then they uh, yeah. roll it back up. Yeah. Yeah. You've done that before?
1: Not with a whole pork loin. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you'd need a pretty I mean, well, I guess you wouldn't you could cut the pork loin, but if you want to do like a whole one, it just it takes more time than I want to put into it. You could it. cut it into like
0: cinnamon rolls. Yeah. You know, that's a really good idea. Damn it. You know, doing this podcast, I was joking and saying we should like, because I think we all should get together and start doing this more often. Um, we could do like a talk of cooking. Oh, yeah. And it rolled into that. I didn't mean for that to happen. So I think. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we were getting too deep into the aliens and they sent the signal down and said, you better change it. Yeah. They're
0: the old CIA was like, hey, we ain't having it no more with these boys. <laughs> But for no, that, it
1: would be fun to have the whole group. You know, I really think it brings be a good their own time. little dynamic.
0: Yeah, especially Jim. Oh, get Jim I love Jim. Yeah. Well, you know, we're gonna have to do it because I'm not gonna see you guys as much anymore. I know well, that's gonna. Soon.
1: That's actually gonna. That's gonna suck. I mean, you know, I'm happy for you too. At it will the same time, but it's gonna.
0: Oh, you're gonna have, Big D. Oh, <laughs> that guy there. Mm.
1: Trying to breathe water sometimes. Did like I
0: ask this. you the question about getting married? I did not. Okay. So, mm-hmm. all right. So I, I don't know how you are as far as you don't seem like the type of guy who really cares how people necessarily perceive you. You're at a point in life where you're in a grown, mature adult, and right. Like I don't have to wear like the name brand and everything. You know the Nike sh- Nike shirts. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You, know, you know, like I have plenty of clothes like that. I, yeah. I just don't. I don't have to like. Where all the name brand this and have the the haircut that's perfect where I get it cut once a week. And I, I guess people can like me for who I am. Right. And, yeah. Or or not. And, and I don't care because it doesn't bother me. When I was younger, in, in high school and whatnot, I was very much about my looks and how my hair looked and what clothes I wore. You know, it's just a thing that everybody goes through, but generally people mature out of that, right? Yeah. You- okay. So, two things. There's a guy we work with, Big D. We'll, we'll say Big D for the podcast sake. I and uh, I, I have like my work shirts are just polos I bought either from like Academy Sports when they're on sale, like like ten bucks, or I get them off Amazon because the area we work in, they get ripped, torn, stained, yeah. whatever. They're cheap, throw 'em away, put them, get a new one. I quit spending money on work clothes after about a month. Because when I first became uh, the manager, like, years ago, I just went and bought all new everything, spent some money, and quickly realized that was a bad idea because I couldn't continue buying, you know, that expensive stuff. Anyway, so I have a Chiefs polo. And, you know, it's a Nike polo, whatever. The one work shirt I have that is name brand. And I wore it one day, and this guy, Big D, Never has once been like, that's a really nice shirt. Except it had that Nike check on the sleeve. <laughs> no, and, this, and I got two parts to this story. So, and I was like, it just kind of, it's like, man, like, are you that vain? Because he. He is. He, very much so is. And it was like, damn, dude, like, you've never complimented any other shirt I got. You are not a Chiefs fan. The only reason why you complimented this shirt was because of the Nike check mark. Kind of sad. Next thing. Later in life, now this is a question I got for you. Okay, let's say the kids are growing up, off to college, maybe even got kids of their own. You and the wife aren't seeing eye to eye anymore. Hypothetical scenario. Hope this never happens to me or anybody else. You to finally decide. Okay, we're just we're gonna peacefully get a divorce. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. well, whatever. You guys go both go your separate ways. You got your best friend or another good friend of yours, whatever. Who same kind of situation. You're both single at this point. For tax purposes, tax purposes only. Obviously, you guys are not gay. Would you get married, move in together, you guys be roommates, you do your thing, he does his thing, you bring home a girl. You want to bring home, he brings home his girl. You know, you guys both live separate lives, hang out when you guys want to hang out. But for tax purposes, because it is, makes for married couples, there's benefits to, be, to reap from being married. Would you do it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Since> I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: <laughs> I I actually thought you'd answer this a lot quicker, but go ahead. Do we have, okay? Well, here's the only thing. Do we <laughs> do we have to live together?
0: Well, yeah, you, you got it. Because, I mean, in case the RS gets involved. Yeah. You don't got to, you don't got to, like, you got separate rooms. Oh, God, you'd have a lot more money. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, right. Like, think about all the benefits of government. Yeah. No one's nagging at you. Come home late from the bar. You come home late from the bar.
1: Well, yeah. you I mean, you're doing your own thing. Like, everything. He's doing his is, own thing. Bills are split in half. And Every, get-
0: everything is, a, like, it's the,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I, other than, yeah, I would be like, yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't have to go tell everybody you're married. No, it's just for purpose, you know, like for the papers, like right. So you, you, yes, he would do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, may, yeah. maybe. I I mentioned this scenario to this man, Big D, because I wouldn't care. Like at least, I. I well, yeah,
1: like I said, the only the only issue would be like, I mean, that would be my only. Hang on, I mean, but I, I guess know, if holidays you had would to- be
0: kind of weird, but no, <laughs> I mean, hey, this is Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's my husband. We're not really. Yeah, it just kind all. of did it for tax purposes, but yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I, I just brought this up to this guy, and it, it wasn't without hesitation. Now, I said, "Why? Fuck that! Everybody would think I'm gay."
1: Oh, Everybody right. thinks he's gay now.
0: Well, right, but you know he doesn't know that. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I said you. You said you. I was like, "Why do you care?"
1: He's a he's a fucking adolescent, though. That's his problem.
0: Yes, and that's what I'm getting into. Is this this guy is like he's very vain. You there's a point in life when you grow out of that. You mm-hmm. mature and you're like, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. If someone wants to think I'm gay, then so be it. Think I'm gay. Your opinion means this much zero, like you know, but. Everybody, I've asked that question. By the way, is like, eh, whatever. I don't, yeah. Or some guys, hell yeah, I do it. You know, like, yeah. heck yeah, man. For I mean, because it it's financially makes sense. But not this guy. Nope. He would rather sacrifice everything else and care about well, how people perceive. Yeah, I was gonna say that
1: would that was that wasn't even the the thing that
0: mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't worried about people thinking I was gay. I was kind of like, well, I just sometimes I enjoy my own space, and that was that was where I was going.
0: Oh, the, oh, that's... Fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like having a roommate. That would be the only argument I could see that would make really a lot of sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess if you really are that worried about what people think about you. I don't. It's, you got a lot of growing up to do.
1: Because if you... Like, even if I moved in with my best friend, you know, eventually, like, I wouldn't want us to get on each other's nerves or we got to get a divorce. Oh, yeah. So, that would be...
0: <laughs> Honestly, it probably, it probably would never work because I've had roommates and after a while you're like, oh, fuck, I just want... you know.
1: Yeah, I just want some time. It, it, but
0: it's strange, though, because then I've lived by myself, too, and it gets kind of lonely.
1: Yeah, I could so see that. Like,
0: really, finding a nice woman, marrying, settling down is probably how it should be.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's, for women, it would be easy, you know? You just well, shut the fuck up and yeah. give up some pussy every now and then, and you're good. Run off and do but, your own but the thing. The first part of that. Just run off and do your own thing. And just shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: That, that's hard. Most no, I'm, I'm telling you, no.
1: I mean, you're joking, but you're not, you know, well, like, you know, a little bit. I, I come know. home, I come home and I'm just quiet. And then I'm just like, but most of the time I can't get a word in edgewise. Though, Cause she just, you know, brings me all of her stuff and that's fine.
0: That's <laughs> what marriage is for.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you ever can... see those videos where it's like the girl is on her phone? And he's like, and he's like <laughs> And then he starts You're always on your phone. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I guess we're just not gonna talk and be like, motherfucker, I yeah, was yeah. waiting. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know what <laughs> oh, you shit. tell me. No, but yeah, back to back to your back to Big D. Like, <clears throat> like he couldn't even take a compliment. Like the other day I gave him a compliment. I was like, hey man, I like that shirt not a bad shirt oh well it wasn't the it wasn't the one i wanted to wear and i'm like just take the fucking compliment yeah i was like just say okay thanks
0: yeah thanks man i appreciate it yeah
1: yeah like you're you're so worried about well it wasn't this one this one here just it it, it, it doesn't fit anymore i'm like well it's like he's like i'm still growing i was like you're not still growing it's like you're a grown man you're doing this to yourself you're not still growing <laughs> yeah like you're, yeah, you're, you're not, not. No, you're not. Still growing. Yeah, you're I mean. done growing. Now you're, now you're cheating the system. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then he was like, "Oh," and then I was getting out of the car and I scratched my belt, and so my belt looks fucked. Up. I was like, "What? Who the fuck's gonna notice that?" I was like, "Dude, you're way too." I was like, "You're, you're a little too wrapped up in the, your appearance here, man." I was like, "Just take the compliment on the fucking shirt and move on."
2: Yeah.
1: And he's like, "Yeah, okay, you're, yeah, whatever." And I'm like, "No, Can't yeah, just. I'm like what? What's oh, happening right here? here? But yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. It uh, still blows my mind. It's like talking to a, a a little kid who gets on my nerves most of the time.
0: Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how long we've been at it, but that could probably.
1: Well, this, I mean, it was, it's fun. <laughs> I like this, man. I, I
0: enjoy this too.
1: Yeah, I think we should have to.
0: We're going to do this again. As long as you guys are like, and like I said, you guys, just you, I would love to have them join us. Yeah. As long as they're, they want to do it too. Once every couple weeks, once a week I'd be in love, but cause that was my ideal when I, when I started podcasting once a week, one episode a week. Mm-hmm. Cause one thing of podcasting is, well, most things is consistency. Right. So <clears throat> when I first started my first podcast, um, me and, uh, a guy. He's actually, his name is Luis. Um, he, we did it once a week every Friday night. Then it turned in every Saturday night. But it was once a week on a schedule. And our, and our listens, like, downloads were just steadily doom, 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 going up. And it was like, man, we're, like, actually making – we started making – I mean, we making some money. Very little money. But we started making some money on it. It's like, man, this has become a the thing. Then he stopped. Hmm. And then I what I've noticed, like, with anything. Cause, so most guys – like, some podcasts I listen to, I like the Joe Rogan experience. A lot of guys do. Some of my favorite ones are the f- uh, Fight Companion ones and the Protect Our Parks, which is literally him and like three or four friends just talking. The Fight Companion, they talk about fighting and stuff. Right. But I mean, a good chunk of it is conspiracies and, and whatnot. And it's like, man, I I like that. You know I mean? Yeah. And a lot of guys want to go listen to just, I don't know what it is or something behind it, but guys just talking. It's a thing. and. Anyways, you do that consistently. People will go listen.
1: Well, you know, I, I think part of it, too, though, is like, because we get into a lot of deep shit, mm-hmm. but it's it's nice to hear, because you go back to, like, your grandfather or great-grandfather. Those guys didn't have an outlet. You know, they had to internalize everything.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. And it
1: made them seem kind of rough around the edges, or, oh, guys were tougher back then. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't, you know, and, I, and I'll admit now it's kind of gone the extreme where I see guys, and I'm like, man, that... <laughs> like that dude is going to scream really well if there's a problem, <laughs> you know. Right, right, There needs to be a balance. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, man, you like you got some good tears locked up in yeah. there. But you know, like some some people, you know, like my generation, your generation, and we're you know we're not too far apart in age, but you know, you want to hear you want to hear guys who are who can relate. You know, mm-hmm. who have the same same kind of sure. things. So yeah. Yeah. it's nice to hear it so you feel like you're not alone. You know, because right. even with guys, like I still have a hard time. I still have a hard time. I do have a hard time, like, opening up about things that, that are going on in my head or feelings or how I feel about certain things oh, or whatever. 100%. You know? the worst at it, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's not, even if you're not actually talking and you hear somebody say it, then you feel like, well, eh, it's nice to know you're not alone. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. Yeah. hearing guys just talking and, yeah. and talk shit and even if it comes up for a second you know it'd be like oh well, i can relate to that situation that's funny or i like that you know so mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think that's why people will do that because i'll listen to guys just you know podcasts wherever guys are just kind of talking and letting the conversation go because it feels like you're just talking to a buddy yeah or you're just there with yeah, them yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening to your, i
0: love that that's that uh, yeah yep yeah we should definitely try to do it more often i mean i don't know Like, in the winter, my schedule slows way down. Mine does, too. Because it's wintertime and nobody's doing nothing. So, I mean, if you guys are down for it... Yeah. I
1: mean, at least...
0: we got to get with Jim. Jamie, I don't know, he's probably busy. That BMX thing, man.
1: Can they BMX when it's cold? I mean, you can ride bikes when it's cold, but... There is
0: one week off of that season. He'll be driving all over the fucking place. (laughs) Maybe he can listen to us. Anyway, he can be there with us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he'll just get that little smirk on his face. And yeah. Like, I'm not listening to these fucking guys it, talk about
0: this. Meanwhile, he is really listening. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that'll probably wrap it up for today then. So, all right.
1: Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.